This is Van Malika Ghost, and this is episode 73 of our song deconstruction series. And this song deconstruction episode is about the song Pain is What We Do, Sadomasochism. And as I talk about it, as I, how Peg talks up how I found my inner she and Josephine electric. And why does Josephine electric go there? In terms of why does she always go toward like an S&M sadomasochist dominatrix vibe. And it's really um, a lot of people who, who heard Josephine when I first started doing her, tell, you know, in my using her as the lead vocalist for Fam Electric Ghost was that they felt she had this dominatrix vibe. They felt that she kind of gave off, gives that off and not only her song content, but the, this, the nature of her voice. And so I kind of doubled down on that early in the, you know, description of what, you know, she she um, talks about or sings about in her songs. And a lot of the topics are about her being in a very um, authoritarian, um, assertive, in charge, on the top kind of mode that she, her character has many songs where she He's like, you know, Windover Girls on Top, you know, uh, Miss Electric, you know, coming to town and basically being the focus of everyone's attention and actually being a very authoritarian, uh, dominatrix type of character. And so this song is a song I've been working on for a while, multiple versions. was never fully satisfied with the mix. Um, I like the song structure. And we tried doing overdubs, we tried doing different mixes, but over the weekend I, I, I ran a new mastering profile on my Zoom R24 digital recorder <clears throat> and found a way to uh, get this song to where I, my original intention of the song, what I wanted it to be. So I finally got it to sound the way I wanted it to sound. And so this version, um, I created a new music video on... YouTube and Instagram and I've been pushing it out and got a pretty good reception to this song from the Instagram story and uh, the way I put it out on their video platform now where you can put up the 10 minute video. <coughs> so this is like, why does Josephine go there? Well, it's just the nature of her character is kind of, you know, she's an extension of me, like female part of me and and part of me must want to go there. And that's what I use Josephine to kind of bring out those fantasy aspects of what, you know, maybe I want to do. And then I have it projected into what she does. And, you know, she is someone that I found within myself, you know, just doing electronic music for many years. I, I did music without having a vocalist or without singing my own material. And then... The JDXI came on the scene and had the built-in vocoder with the microphone. And so the first Josephine Electric songs were using that standard microphone. Uh, then I got a Sen Sennheimer uh, microphone. And now I have a Studio Electronics microphone. Now I have a VTO3 rather than just a JDXI. And so we've been, uh, you know, doing some evolving with her voice with the equipment and different things that we've been doing to, to kind of tweak it. And we brought in her sister, Stephanie. Um, and so we've got 
different variations on a female vocalist for Van Luck the Ghost, where Josephine's the primary. Stephanie's been coming up doing some songs here and there. And then we've been refining Josephine's voice through tools, such as the JDXI, Studio Electronics Microphone, uh, different mixers, like the MX-1 uh, performance mixer, and uh, the VTO3 vocal transformer. And we've been able to get a quality of voice that we want her to have. And we feel that, you know, what we've been able to do is bring the feminine part of myself out. And we this song is, we feel that she has a very clear feminine voice. Um, and her attitude is coming from that direction that the female part of me. And is this something that she always goes toward this kind of dominatrix character where she explores pain and pleasure. And this idea in this song is that, you know, pain is a universal truth. You know, pain is what we do. And uh, we end up in the session black and blue. Um, and, you know, we're going to be all consumed by it. And is this diving into that kind of, that, that place? And it's a controversial place and some people will be like offended and people don't want to feel it, but you know, we're being honest with what we're exploring. And, uh, you know, Josephine just kind of comes out of the ether and in my machine. So she, I found her voice in the ghost in the machine and I'm called fan of electric ghost. And we feel like there's a ghost electric in these sense. There's like a living breathing entity. And we called her out from our sense and, and we we kind of channel into that vibe and we when we do songs a lot of times they just come out of the ether and you know it's part of that it's coming out of my subconscious I do a lot of stream of consciousness and then I you know I take what I feel is coming from the sense and sometimes you know I feel these these things come out of a groove if I get a groove it kind of defines the what I'm going to do with it and Josephine's voice seems to come out of that in the same way you get a beat or a bass line out of a synth when you're you're composing or you're you're you're, you're tuning sounds or you're coming up with ideas Josephine just comes out and sometimes full complete thoughts I mean this song was written on maybe the second take um, of a, just an idea that we were gonna go there and the idea they're gonna tend each other's wounds. And the idea is like not just physical wounds, but like psychological wounds that, you know, people are trying to heal themselves. And some people, you may be wrongly so or rightly so try to heal themselves with sex, you know. And in this in this particular situation, they're trying to heal themselves with sadomasochism, which is kind of antithetical because you're gonna maybe physically be black and blue, but you're feeling that it's like solving like a want or a need that's deep inside. And it's consensual. We're not talking about a situation where we're hurting people in an uncon not consensual way. So it's very controversial in some ways, but we've never been one to shy away from what we feel songs and music should be about, whether it's political, electronic music, or, you know, sex-focused electronic music. Um, and so we, you know, that's another acronym, <laughs> SF, 
EM, sex-focused electronic music. I think I'll use that. And, uh, you know, a lot of what we're doing, you know, is, is a cross between talking about the politics of today and then talking about, you know, the more um, microcosm effect of, of relationships. And, uh, you know, sex is a big part of relationships. It's a big part of people's personalities. It's part of who they are. <clears throat> and there are people trying to deny people of their, you know, right to be who they are and trying to put people in boxes. And Josephine kind of shows that you shouldn't put people in a box. It's kind of interesting. And sometimes I get invited as Josephine to parties, even though I clearly state that she's a character. And I guess that's the success of what I'm doing is if people really think Josephine exists, then I've been successful in what I do. Because I want, I'm, I'm creating a character, and if you believe what she's saying, or you believe that she is a woman, then then I've succeeded in what I've tried to do. Uh, and so that's a big compliment to me when I get people doing that. Uh, and and it's it's interesting. And I don't, I'm not trying to trick anybody. I'm just, this is part of me, Josephine. This part of me, I credit her on my songs. I credit her as a producer. So I take it real serious what I'm doing here in terms of, of, of the idea of the Phantom Like a Ghost band is the band of phantoms. And Josephine is the lead singer. You know, Stephanie is a backup singer, sometimes lead. And the Phantom is, you know, the producer. And, you know, Josephine is a producer as well and co-songwriter. So she's equal footing with the Phantom. And she is the lead on almost all Phantom Electric Ghost songs, there's maybe 10, 15 out of 1,500 songs that, that Phantom actually sings. Um, so it is a female-focused-centered, you know, faux band, kind of like the Gorillas, uh, in a way. Um, but I'm not trying to bite off them. I'm just came, coming up with an idea where I wanted to have a band that is an extension of my concept of what I wanted to do with music. You know, there's a lot of different things going on. The expansive sound, which is a combination of genres, all melded together um, in terms of like EDM, progressive rock, uh, funk, uh, folk music, you know, electronic new wave, punk, riot girl, so many others. Uh, it, that's an, it's an amalgamation of what I like as a fan of music. And what I wasn't fully hearing, <coughs> or what I had heard and wanted to bring back. So a lot of what I've done is like I've heard, what I heard in new wave, what I heard in punk, what I heard in industrial, what I hear in uh, you know progressive rock that I wanted to hear again, and I decided to do my own vision of it. Is what the ghost is about. So we're very excited about a new tool that's coming as the is the Teenage Engineering OPZ, and Josephine, Stephanie, and I are real excited about what we'll be able to do um, in terms of creating new wave and electronica EDM type of beats. And we've, we've been really diving into New Order and Joy Division and Bauhaus and a lot of early new wave bands, um, Echo and the Bunnymen. Because there's a time when we were, you know, a young person... And we were very much inspired by the use of those synths and the use of the new wave um, 
genre, which has a different type of guitar playing, a uh, different type of uh, insight where you start to feel the goth. Um, you start to feel the alternative music. And it all comes, you know, from the classics. Of, you know, a lot of these goth-inspired indie artists are pulling from Bowie. They're pulling from the Velvet Underground. They're pulling from Big Star. They're pulling from Kraftwerk. Uh, and so there's a lot of influences, uh, multiple influences. And they're taking the progressive uh, wreckage of, of the bands like Yes and Emerson, Lake and Palmer and all the all the modes that were sitting in the pawn shops and, you know, and then the new, new sense and like the Prophet Fives and the Jupiters and the Juno 106s to bring this, the, that sound. And today, you know, with the resurgence of analog synths in, we've got the Korg Pro, uh, Prologue, we've got the Moog 1, um, we've got like a rebirth of the analog polysynth just this year. And then, you know, Prophets, Prophet X, and the, what, the Prophet 6 and the OB6 are in the tradition of, of, you know, Jupiter 8 or the original Prophet 5. The Moog 1 is in the tradition of what the Memory Moog was and what the Poly Moog was uh, at a higher level. And then the Prophet X is a, is a hybrid of, of um, you know, modern synthesis, digital signal processing synthesis with um, samples, deep, deep samples from ADO. So we have a lot of really cool um, synths. We think that, I would say that 2018 is a very uh, remarkable year in synthesizers. You know, we've got, you know, the Moog Grandmother, you know, the DFAM. We've got the Moog One. We've got the Prophet X. We've got the Waldorf. Quantum, you know, the prologue, the grandmother, and we have the teenage engineering um, OPZ, which is a revelation. So we are in two, two, two big revelations, you know, one, maybe three ones. So you, you got the Moog grandmother, which is an affordable modular scent that brings back, you know, the capabilities of the old modular Moogs. You've got um, the OPZ, which is a you know, affordable workstation that brings people the, the hardware workflow to a generation that likes to just use Pro Tools and Ableton Live NFL Studio, the ability to have a hardware synth and all the benefits of having that hardware synth with the technology of a DAW in your hand that you can just bring around with you. And that's, that's going to be a revelation. Um, and it's a performance machine. So it's going to give a whole new generation um, a, a, a flavor of like what it takes to actually compose on a hardware synth, which is a different effort than doing something on FL Studio or Ableton Live. And I, I, I've always preferred using hardware synths to compose on rather than DAWs. Because I'm a musician and I think a musician wants to play on an instrument. <coughs> so I think uh, then you, you have, again, the Moog One which is a total revelation, which is out of everybody's orbit, unless you're really crazy and you put all your money into it and you sell everything you got. But the idea that the Moog One is there, I think it's good for everyone because eventually that technology is going to come down to an affordable synth. I would think Moog is going to make maybe a really awesome synth in the future that will be 
a lot of what the Moog One is at a higher, at a different price point. Um, and I think uh, the fact they exist is going to give the high tier like Chick Corea's of the world the ability to compose on an awesome machine and in the studio. You know, a lot of people will get access to them. Um, and it's an idea on the other side, like today you see the, the rebirth of the Roland Axe um, synth, which is a guitar, which is showing like there is um, a focus now in synth, in the synth world on, you know, not just modular synths, but performance synths that, you know, people who are musicians can play. And, you know, kind of brings back images of P-Funk and 90s uh, and 80s um, synth pop. And I'm very excited about all these things because I think there's a lot of energy in the electronic music side of the business. Uh, the kind of energy that you, you feel in punk music, which I always try to combine punk and hip-hop and electronic music, which I think, you know, crossing genres is what you should do as an artist because it, it will keep your, keep your kind of on your toes and keep the music vibrant. If you get stuck too much in any single genre, uh, you can kind of play it out. And uh, it's good to kind of cross-pollinate. And that would be my last little statement. And uh, we'll hope to t talk to people um, more. we got a lot of guests coming up in November. We've got Hydra, uh, Raya, and we've got Synth Girl. So we've got some cool stuff coming up. And... Uh, we're excited about what's going on, and we'll talk to everyone later. Bye.